Hello, and welcome to Horrible Friends Condensed Spoop. Smaller, shorter version of the normal show where we talk about current horror movies, review new horror movies, or just sit and chat about anything relating to the horror genre. Uh, starting off, my name's Chris. I'm Mike John. And I'm Swayze. And uh, on today's episode, it's going to be a little bit similar to um, the episode we had a couple weeks ago where me, uh, Mike, and Jarvis talked about our favorite thriller movies. I contacted you both today and I asked you, what is your favorite comedy horror movie? Which some people don't believe is a, a how do I phrase this? Don't believe it's a real accurate piece of genre. There's someone who's close to me. Not gonna say any names in this house. Um, who believes comedy and horror doesn't mix? And I'm not gonna say we think less of this person for that. We do. False statement. We do. False statement. <laughs> in the in the words of a of a terribly great president, uh, fake news. <laughs> you say terribly great. <laughs> That's what I said. Terribly great. Because he was God. He was awful. But he was ter- He was. He was so great at being awful that it was entertaining. Comedy horror, it's the realist. Don't believe what they say. It's the best. <laughs> believe me. I can tell you. I've talked to all the directors. I, believe me. Talk to them personally. I've gotten my facts. <laughs> this is accurate. Everything I say is the truth. It's fake news. I, I know funny and I know scary. And I can tell you, this is the funniest, scariest thing you're ever going to see. Believe me. Trust me. Have you seen my hair? I clearly know funny and scary. <laughs> so just in the same vein of the the thriller episode, we're each going to say our movies, talk about it for a bit, have a little chit-chat about it, and then, uh, you know, maybe give some honorable mentions and uh, wrap it up in a nice little spoopy bow. So being the host, I get the honor of going first. I got this idea of doing this episode today while sitting at work and listening to uh different podcasts and stuff uh one of the things i was listening to today is i follow this youtube channel called dead meat which i'll gladly give them a shout out here dead meat is a fantastic channel if you've never checked it out please go do it if you love horror movies and just focusing on the gory kills and horror movies perfect channel for you but the episode i happened to be watching or not watching but listening to at my desk today was on my favorite comedy horror movie Shaun of the dead nice Good, good. It was in my top four, but it was my good, good. And I think the reason it, it sticks out to me is like my favorite comedy horror movie is that, yeah, it's very funny. And like this was the, you know, Edgar Wright was on the rise of being like, now is, you know, one of the top directors out there. I still plan on seeing uh, his new movie, uh, is it uh, One Last Night in Soho? But this was like his first big directorial debut and i think he was able to blend comedy and hard very well like the comedy hilarious but when there was gore it was good and by the video i listened today it basically almost every bit of it was done practically i think there's only a couple things that they did use cgi for but majority of the kills and gore in it were all practical effects Oh, yeah. And that that was a film that it just came out right at the right time. I mean, there was a period where, you know, the market was saturated with all these zombie films. Uh, 
Dawn of the Dead had just come out. And that film, it was like a parody, but it didn't feel like it was trying too hard, like how a scary movie does. It was, it was a care. It was it had its own identity, while still emulating all these different genres of the time. And like you said, it it had its scary moments and its really funny moments. I mean, that is a a prime prime movie. When you brought up like this uh, subject to discuss, it was one of the first movies that popped in my head. Like I had. I, I don't know, maybe like five or six movies and Shaun of the Dead was one of the first ones that popped up. It's it's still in like my top four. Like it was going to be one of my honorable mentions, but I got backups. So we're good there. Um, Yeah. What I also really love about it, besides the cast is phenomenal. Like, yeah, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost are great. But the fact that this, you know, budding director comes on the scene you know, they he'd done like little TV shows like they got this idea when he was doing his show Spaced with Simon Pegg. And when you have an idea like this, you know, decently low budget, but you're able to get. The great British actor Bill Nye, who is the most serious man I've ever seen. Be so fucking funny. Is just perfect to me. He is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Just like that first scene of him in Sean's job where he's like, you know, maybe you'll bring flowers to your mother like you didn't do on Mother's Day. I was gonna. And maybe get the good ones and not the cheap ones from some street vendor. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> um, you talked about Edgar Wright in this film. And um, th- this one is definitely a testament to his like eye for cinematography because the, the one that sticks out the most to me is the scene of Sean walking from his apartment down to the store and back. And then oh, yes, get, that perfect one shot. Yeah, where you see it in a normal day and he just goes and gets like the milk and walks back. And then the next day he comes out and there's just like blood and like <laughs> dead people everywhere. And he doesn't notice it. He ends up slipping on the blood in the grocery store and then just walking back out. And the funny thing was, um, I did watch um, a video kind of related to that. Um, Edgar Wright was going over like uh, scenes and movies he's done. and. Um, while he was promoting last night in Soho and he was talking about that one take and he said in that scene where Sean like slips on the blood he's like there was no blood there that was just Simon Pegg doing that on his own when they were filming it so he pretended to slip on nothing that was there because when he walks towards the camera you can see where he was standing there's nothing on the floor it's spotless he's like so he flawlessly pretended to slip and then we added like the sound of it later I fucking love Simon Pegg man He's so great. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't want to just like sit and like just praise this movie and say like it's the most amazing movie because, yeah, it, you know, like every movie, it has its, it, it has its flaws. I can't really think of any right now because I'm just all oh, nostalgia for it. But just it, besides it being funny, the gore is well done. There's so many just like very beautiful moments in it as well. Like, like the scene with it, uh, with Sean's mom after she dies from the bite. And then there's that kind of like very heated argument between him and David about taking her out. She did not have it going on. No, Sean's mom did not have it going on. Um, and even just like, and how serious, serious it gets when once like they're completely overrun and they get into like the, the basement of the pub. And um, Danny's like very 
you know, he's been bitten. He's all bloody. Like, it's not looking good. They're trapped down there. The top floor is just covered in zombies. And they've got, they still have the gun with only two bullets. And they, even though they do it with humor, they they basically openly discuss the idea of like, all right, well, we're going to have to shoot ourselves because we're, we're trapped here. Like, he's going to turn and die. And like, we're not going to get out of here. And I, it's it's just so well done. I think the reason that that movie sticks out so well for most of us is because it was almost like our gateway into the actual subgenre of comedy horror. Because, like, you can't really include scary movie in that because they're purposely making fun of horror movies. Um, and they're not trying to have like an horror aspect to it, they're just doing it to do it. But this is one of those first ones, that, at least for me, that I watched that was in this like genre that I got to enjoy. And like one of my favorite parts about that movie is that every single time like new people come into the group, he talks about the plan plan always ends with them going to pub, having a pint. And I love it. My favorite thing. <laughs> and every part of the plan was always, <laughs> we take the car, go to mom's, kill Philip. Sorry, Philip. Take mom, get Liz. And then as it keeps going, like, all right, car, mom, kill Phil. Sorry. Right, they just keep adding more steps, but it's literally just the same shit every yeah, time. And it just gets faster. And just love it went from like, so sorry, Philip. Sorry, Philip. Sorry. There's there's just so much like um a beauty to that film in terms of its humor. I'm trying to think of uh what I'm trying to say here. Like, because most films are very like present with something like this, like about the uh, the zombie attack. Like everybody in it is involved with that and trying to survive that. But what they did here was they had Sean who's just trying to live his regular life while also trying to survive a zombie attack. Like he's trying to, you know, take care of his mom and get his girlfriend back while like, he's like working everything into that just to get what he wants out of this whole situation. Yeah, I agree. So instead of, so instead of, cause I could just sit here and go on this entire episode about just trying with the dead. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, Colin, can you please uh, enlighten us with your choice? Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited to talk about it. I found I found this movie by accident with my buddy Danger Dave. And we watched it and we had a great night. Um, my pick for horror comedy, my favorite horror comedy, um, is a tough choice, but it's gotta be Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That was my second one. It was oh, between Shaun of the Dead and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Uh the <laughs> The slapstick These humor. college kids are murdering themselves on our <laughs> They're walls. killing each other. <laughs> They're killing each other on our property. They're committing suicide all through the woods. It's just, uh, and it, like, the entire movie is just, like, these two, these two hillbillies just want to, like, you know, renovate a cabin, give themselves, like, a nice vacation home. These college kids show up, have no business being out in the woods. Like, none of them. None of them were dressed or ready for this. Like maybe the girl that falls into the lake, but besides that, like nobody else was ready for this. Like the ones wearing heels, the other ones wearing like uh like a collared shirt, and he like pops it up, and of course that dude's name is Chad. Yeah. Oh, Chad. what a Chad. Right. The it was just uh it's such it's such a fun movie. The like parts of the movie where uh the college kids think like they're trying to kill him, like there's um there's a scene that always sticks out for me when I think about this movie where I want to say it's Tucker is cutting through a log with a chainsaw and he hits a beehive. 
and then the bees start swarming him. <laughs> yes. So he's yeah, freaking yeah. out, doesn't turn off the chainsaw. He's just swinging the chainsaw around and comes running around the house. One of the college kids was sneaking up, sees him, freaks out because he thinks he's chasing with the chainsaw, and they both start running into the woods. And there's just this scene where they're both running next to each other, and they look over, and the college kid realizes, oh, he's getting attacked by bees. And then he just <laughs> runs right into a fucking branch and dies. And goes, oh, my God, they're idiots. We're idiots. <laughs> I love the guy. <laughs> he goes to run at him to like attack him, and he moves, and he goes head first into the wood chipper. Yes, and they like try to pull him out, and they just pull out <laughs> yes. his fucking legs. Um, <laughs> uh, like the the movie is so so much of just a big oopsie. Like that's literally all it is. It's just it's a bunch of like oops, you fell and died. <laughs> it is. Um, it gets to a point where, like, a cop shows up. They explain to the cop what's going on. He's like, all right, first off, you're all stupid. He's like, everyone involved is dumb. You are you guys have some fault in this. So do they. He's like, let's just find them and get this all taken care of. And then, like, the only logical person in the entire movie then gets murdered by a falling plank of wood with some nails in it. And yes. it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, nobody can catch a break in this fucking movie. It's also got, like... A nice twist at the end where they do bring in some more of like that horror and it's like because the the whole premise of why the kids were freaking out was because they thought that these were the hillbillies that like murdered some uh i think it was like one or two people um like years ago i don't know maybe yeah, 18 years ago or something. something like that yeah yeah so like they thought like oh these are the hillbillies that killed them like that's this this has to be them there's like no way and they're just like we just want to renovate this cabin and then you end up finding out at the end that the guy chad is the son of one of the crazed hillbillies and then he ends up becoming like a crazed hillbilly because he apparently you can become a bloodthirsty hillbilly through blood yeah it's genetic i guess (laughs) (laughs) i always thought it was moonshine but apparently i was wrong so So i've uh I've never seen this movie and you guys are kind of like opening my head to it because I did not think it is it was what you guys are saying it is at all. I thought it was some like kind of goofy spoof film, but watch it. I react. Uh, no, it's it's just it's funny it. and, and the same with Shot of the Dead, like it has a lot of really good gore. Well, yeah, because um what's his name? Hey hey from uh Moana. Yes. Yeah. Alan Alan, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. Yeah. He is such a great character actor. He's so great. <laughs> Besides all of his many voices, like everyone remembers Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. Yeah, scurvy. And he's the one that like runs it after the kid jumps, like goes into the wood chipper. He goes and finds Dale. And he's like, Well, the rest of these kids are just committing suicide on the property. Boy, he just threw himself into the wood chipper. <laughs> so I just looked it up. It's available on Amazon Prime and Tubi. So you have fun with that. I'll watch just- it. Yeah, this is definitely my pick. It's just, it's funny. It's got good gore in it, like Chris was saying. It's, it it hits the horror category enough that it could be considered like a horror comedy by while still being funny. And it's, it's rare for me at least that slapstick humor really makes me laugh. Um, because a lot of the times I'm just like, ah, it's just people hitting each other, ah, whatever. Um, you know. It's it's not always funny to me, but this movie just the whole time I was laughing. I love this movie. I want to buy it. 
it's I I want it in my collection so that I can watch it whenever the whenever the hell I feel like it. Yeah, it's a fantastic film. When you when you have the time, Mike John, I would highly suggest it. Um, I will. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, but now uh, regale us with your pick. Okay, so Chris, you dropped this on me like what, like four hours ago. So <laughs> I like that, yeah. So I've been at war with myself all day trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I I got it down to four films, and then I narrowed it down to three, and then I had it down to two. And that was the hardest decision I had to make all day. Um, and feels like you're portraying the other movie when you have to do that. It it really does because one <laughs> is like a legitimate like horror comedy, and the other one could be. Arguably not, but I was trying to think about like what is something that like I watched so much when I was like growing up. Like what what's one of these films that like stuck with me the most? And um, and it's to me it is pretty much a horror comedy, but I have to go with Ghostbusters. Ah, no, that's yeah. a solid pick. It yeah. was to to refresh my brain before we did this because I was like, all right, I have a few in mind, but I want to like take a look at some to make sure that I get like a healthy pick and i went through and it was like top 50 um horror comedies and like on three lists ghostbusters was number one and i was like it's it's not wrong i agree no. with it that film no, is not my top pick but and it's, it's not, not like and it's not like comedy horror horror in the sense of like the horror we're used to no you know what i mean like it's not pure crazy. 80s horror yeah it's it's pure 80s like i mean looking at it now a lot of the effects of it do not hold up at all. Oh, but, at the, but at the time, like, was, I remember watching as a kid, like, I remember laughing, but also parts of it just being a little scared of it. I, I dare anybody the not dogs. to be, like, a little freaked out by yes, the, like, the zool sequence. Yeah, the dogs. Um, that library scene in the beginning is pretty creepy. Yeah. There's some solid stuff to it. Great movies, too. Oh, I can't wait to watch the sequel. Oh, dude, it is. It's. I know we're talking about the first one, but that movie is incredible. The new one with like, yeah. uh, the kids from Stranger Things in it? It is so freaking good. All right, perfect. Good. Yeah, I need to say it's it. really good. Maybe after we go see Spooder Man, we can uh, set up a time to go see this. <laughs> I'm down. If I uh, go see another movie without the lady, though, she might be upset, so we might have to do a double date. Uh, yeah, perfectly fine with me. But yeah, I mean, Ghostbusters, that mean. For a lot of us, that's like the first, like kind of creepy film that we were introduced to because it is, for the most part, catered to a younger audience. I mean, there's definitely some shit in there that is not meant for kids. But oh I mean, yeah, I, that's what I remember watching, and I remember being freaked out by, um, the by Zool and by the dogs and by you know Dan Aykroyd getting a blowjob. But um, <laughs> I, that. I remember getting uh one of my first fear boners in that movie because of fucking uh sigourney weaver being possessed yeah man yeah i was like my body is excited and scared i don't know (laughs) i don't know how to process this information hey man okay she's still a babe i'm right there with you my first fear boner was rick moranis (laughs) (laughs) i am the key master (laughs) oh man and you just look at it like, you know, that was Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, like top of their game. And uh, such a great movie. So, um, a hundred percent. Let's, uh, let's, let's hit some, uh, let's hit some honorable mentions. Um, 
what's some what's some other ones that you guys had like you don't have to just list one back and forth like you can just go ahead and you know raffle off a couple of them i love mike's just like no my turn my turn i need to <laughs> I have these, i've been wanting to talk about these other ones so my uh my it. top four other than ghostbusters were um was gremlins gremlins was runner up yes gremlins is good um i had the burbs starring tom hanks if anyone's ever seen that movie the burbs yeah forgot about that one it's just like a little like nugget of a film but it's it's so good on its own and then i had krampus because um it's festive and i, I really yeah. just thoroughly enjoyed that movie that movie is hilarious but it's got some great creature designs um so those John, you and me can terrifying. be terrifying you and me you and me can be friends we're <laughs> we're, we're friends now yay that was my second pick <laughs> oh, really yeah, my second pick was Krampus. Um, third pick was Zombieland. Uh, and then my fourth pick was a newer movie um, that I watched a few months ago called Werewolves Within. I just um, saw something about that. Now, I was looking up comedy horrors, and that came up on my on my, uh, my recommendation. Pretty solid. It was pretty solid. It was good. The The lead, I can't remember his name, but um, he's he's subtle, funny. He's got, like, dry humor. And it's it was a good movie. It was a very entertaining movie for me, and I love werewolves. I'll watch anything with a werewolf in it. Um, so that's what draw, drew me into it first. Didn't realize I was watching like a horror comedy, but I had a great time. You just made me think. No one mentioned um, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, or um, the one that um, right before we kind of started recording, when I mentioned to the uh, other guys in the main show and. Uh, Mike had his knee-jerk reaction, uh, which I'm sure, at least, especially him and Dan, are going to be upset that it has been mentioned yet that you know we've been recording for almost like a, at least this episode's been going for almost nearly thirty minutes, and neither one of us has said "Cabin in the Woods." Well, see, for me, um, I feel like "Cabin in the Woods" was going to be like too on the nose, and I feel like you guys have like talked about it enough, and like I like that movie, but it's not in my top five. It, it, it is in my top five, and we all, all of us in the show, we love that movie, but we we understand that as much as we'd love to do an episode about it, the movie itself already does it. Like, there's nothing we can say really about it that it already doesn't, or like anything we can like kind of poke fun of with the horror genre that the movie just already does. And we, it just, we know it wouldn't be like that good of an episode. And it, and it sucks because we all love the movie, but we know it just really wouldn't work. Also, uh, American Werewolf in London kind of slips my mind. Um, only because, like, for like the longest time, I didn't know it was a horror comedy. For a long time, I didn't know that. Really? It's a, yeah, it's no, a, good it's movie. a great movie. Yeah. I it's just, such a goofball I never movie. Of it, never thought of it as like a horror comedy. I just thought of it as, ah, well, it was. It's an older film, you know. Some things are goofy. I got you. Like the some of the effects in that still hold up. Oh yeah, so good. Like the werewolf effects in that movie are still talked about as one of the best, um, like non CGI effects done in a movie. Um, that yeah, that the creature designer he went on to do uh, the thriller video, I think. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. I didn't know that. I'm trying to think um, of any other ones I had. I was, I I tried to avoid Cabin in the Woods for the same reason I tried to avoid um, Scream because those films, like you said, they're very self-referential in themselves. I kind of consider Scream a horror comedy. I don't know if I'm like alone on that. 
I can I can definitely see parts of it. Like you've got you've got Matthew Lillard just chewing up all the scenery that he's in. You've got Jamie Kennedy, like early Jamie Kennedy, and he's the one that's mainly pointing out all the like, you know, the big horror cliches. Uh, it, that, it, it's a it's a good movie. I still hate the fact that that's the one episode of our show that we did and I wasn't on it because I would have had a lot to say about it. Another one um, came out recently, Ready or Not. Yes. That's, I, a, that's a great movie. I, I love, love that movie. movie. That's uh, like one of the few movies we've done on the show where everyone was in agreement and everyone really loved the movie. It's a bit of an old one. I, I would. It's probably under everybody's radar at this point. But for me, if you really want like a good classic um, comedy horror piece, um, Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. It's it's just it's solid funny. It's not at all scary by any standard. But I mean, if you want to combine that old '40s horror with comedy, it's it's pretty funny. It sounds like something I'd enjoy. I did see a couple things on. Um, some of those lists that I didn't agree with entirely. Like, um, I don't agree entirely with Scream being a comedy horror. I see, I see the points, but I think of it more as a slasher personally. Um, but I also saw on there, uh, this is the end. Like the where the, oh yeah, all was, of the uh, actors were like playing themselves. Yeah, James Franco, Seth Rogen. Yeah, like apparently that's a horror comedy. I was like, really? Because I just went straight comedy with it, but I get it. I mean, I, mean, I kind of look at it as more of like, not horror comedy, but like more like kind of doomsday, right? Kind of na- natural, even though it's not a natural disaster, but like something in that mindset. End of the world comedy. Yeah, like I, yeah. I didn't look at it as horror, but I think that's what they mean by that is like, because you see demons and there's cannibalism and you have uh like the devil <laughs> just kind of shows up at one point yeah. and like they poke fun at all these things but they are at their base core they are horror elements so i see the point it's just not something i would have thought of when i thought horror comedy hermione granger holding a fire axe mm. <laughs> channing tatum is a gimp that was just awkward, and nobody ever needed that. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> no one the, needed to see just, just, Magic Mike. Mike. Gimp, and he just pulls up the mask, and he's just so calm. It's like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. The... <laughs> <laughs> hey guys uh, Sean? It's like, that's Channing Tatum, man. <laughs> and then he doesn't he say, like, some command, and he, like, turns around and, like, points his ass up? Yeah. <laughs> like... He's like submit position or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to watch that movie. Yeah, that movie's yeah. great. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't agree that it's a horror comedy. Like I said, it's happened like a, you know, doomsday kind of uh, comedy. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. A lot of good choices. I cannot tell you how excited I was for this when you were like, you want to do that? Like the, the, the gif, you have my sword wasn't enough <laughs> to explain my excitement. I was like, Oh God, please, please. It combines two of my favorite genres of movies together to make just masterpieces, please. Well, uh, I'm, I appreciate you guys taking the time. I, it, as Mike John mentioned, this was pretty last minute. I may or may not have, uh, 
sent the beacon that the beacons of Rohan about uh the beacons of Gondor barely five hours ago and <laughs> trying to get this this episode going. I like Listen, to think I was me and Mike had a faster response. <laughs> yes. yes, we had a faster response than yes. you know Rohan. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you had a. You know where where was Rohan when the West Wall fell? I mean, you guys were there. They I were mean, napping. I was just leaning back <laughs> in a chair at work, like with a with a, a piece of grass in my mouth, just like sitting. And I saw that light and I just stood <laughs> up. I was like, "My God, it's time!" And, and I love that I had this idea while I'm just sitting at work and doing things with spreadsheets and stuff because it was, you know, it's yeah, by the time I messaged you guys, it was like almost the end of the day. Like I'm sitting there, I had like 30 minutes left of my day, and I'm just sitting at my desk. I'm like. I could be productive, or I could all of a sudden have this thought. And I spent the last 30 minutes like, messaging you both and started thinking about my own stuff. And I'm like, all right, time to go. You told me, and two things popped in my head. The 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 gif I sent you, and this is my moment! <laughs> um, but with that, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for coming by. I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, had a really good time doing this episode. Uh, I'd like to thank Connor McLeod for our artwork. I should thank Andy Kavanaugh for our intro and outro music. I am a really big fan of what he did for this uh, condensed spoof and the music he did for it. And I'd also like to thank Travis Kaiser for all of our editing. He does a great job. And uh, with that, uh, Mike John, what do you have to say to all of our comedy horror aficionados out there? Thanks for stopping by for a hot cup of spoof. <laughs> I have a pillow. I do.